When people think of emotions, they usually think of how they're feeling on the inside, that is, their intrapersonal emotions. However, one of the most important functions of emotion is their social signaling value. Emotions aren't just inside of us, they ripple out, signaling to and influencing others. In fact, a group of people can have emotions. This is called group affect. More than a quarter century of research on group affect has revealed several fascinating findings. First, we know that people working in groups tend to feel similar emotions at a given point in time. When a group of people work together, their emotions tend to converge, leading to shared collective level affect, or group affective homogeneity. That people converge in their emotions has been shown in many different studies across many different types of groups, including ad hoc decision-making groups, groups of retail clerks, accountants, teams of military soldiers, and even teams of people playing cricket. Several forces pull group members' emotions together. The first is emotional contagion, in which people catch each other's emotions like a virus. Even from the time we are infants, we mimic one another's facial expressions and body language, leading us to actually feel the emotions of the others around us. The second force is emotional fit. People are attracted to and selected into groups because their emotions are already similar. When they don't fit, they leave. A third force is exposure to common events. During the course of their work, group members regularly share experiences together, such as receiving outstanding performance feedback or learning that their company will have layoffs. Common experiences yield common emotions among group members. Last, group members may experience and express similar emotions because they work within a strong organizational emotional culture. The underlying assumptions, values, and norms regarding what emotions people should show and the emotions people actually do show in a group. A second thing that we know about group affect is the positive group affect, shared feelings of happiness, enthusiasm, and excitement, for example, is usually good for groups. Shared positive feelings are linked to group members' satisfaction, cooperation, engagement, and even better group performance. For example, the positive mood of sales managers and their teams was positively associated with customer service quality in a retail setting. And in long-term care facilities, a strong emotional culture of companionate love, when the organizational norms are for employees to express affection, caring, compassion, and tenderness among themselves, was positively related to greater staff engagement and less burnout, which also enriched patient quality of life and family satisfaction. In contrast, negative group affect, such as shared feelings of sadness, anxiety, or frustration, has more complex effects on group dynamics. Research shows that shared negative feelings usually are linked to less satisfaction, engagement, and cooperation, as well as worse group performance. However, on occasion, negative group affect can lead to positive outcomes, like when a group that recently lost a big contract to a competitor benefits from the energizing experience of sharing anger, as long as it's brief. A third consistent finding in research on group affect is that the leader of a group can have a major influence on the feelings that group members share. This is especially true for charismatic leadership. 
the link between charismatic leadership and affect is so close that some researchers argue that emotions are the primary conduit through which charismatic leaders influence their followers and groups. While researchers have learned much about group affect over the past 25 years, there's still much to discover about this important phenomenon. First, although people in groups usually converge in their feelings, there are also differences in group members' emotions. This form of group affect, called affective diversity, is not as well understood. More research is needed to answer the question, how does divergence in group members' feelings influence group dynamics? Second, group emotions such as happiness, anger, or fear change over time. Real-time, process-oriented studies are needed to answer the question, how does group affect intersect with group development? Last, groups are always embedded within a societal, cultural context. For example, little is known about the intersection of affect or emotional culture with regional or national culture. What are the practical managerial implications for managing group emotion? First, when forming teams, don't overlook affective composition as an important factor to consider along with other characteristics of group members. Second, cultivate shared positive feelings to produce better group attitudes and performance. Shared negative feelings, while not always bad, will likely degrade group processes and performance in the long term. And last, because leaders and managers in particular can infect others with their feelings and also create a distinct emotional culture, they are a powerful and perhaps primary driver of a team's mood. If you are a manager or leader, be mindful of the emotions that you are expressing. To learn more about Group Affect, go to the Annual Review of Organizational Psychology and Organizational Behavior for the complete article.